Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. We also welcome all those who are worshiping with us over the internet and the live stream. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Our celebrant this evening is Father Daniel. Let us all now stand for our entrance procession. The words to the hymns are in the bulletin. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. To help us enter into this prayer. Let's just pause for a moment and let's recognize that this celebration here in this church is going to last no more than an hour. It's, I, I trust it's only going to be 45 minutes. So let's just really courageously, honestly, Bring to God a wound, a struggle, a hurt that so desperately needs healing. And let's again have the courage and the honesty to bring it to God 
and open ourselves up to his healing, to his comfort, to his mercy and compassion. Lord Jesus, you came to heal us and to reconcile us with one another and to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call those who are hurting, sinners like each and every one of us. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us personally with your Father in glory. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good and by your watchful care keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. Then will the lame leap like a stag then the tongue of the mute will sing. Streams will burst forth in the desert and rivers in the steppe. The burning sands will become pools and the thirsty ground springs of water. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. James. My brothers and sisters, show no partiality as you adhere to the faith in our glorious Lord, Jesus Christ. For if a man with gold rings and fine clothes comes into your assembly, and a poor person in shabby clothes also comes in, you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say, sit here, please why you say to the poor one, stand there or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil designs? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters, 
Did not God choose those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to Jesus a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged Jesus to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. If you recall, in another passage of sacred scripture, right after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his apostles in that upper room that was locked, and he just appeared in there, and the first thing he did was he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And if you could recall my, my issue with that, I don't know about you, but I'm not too used to people walking into a room and breathing on people. I find that odd behavior. And now, in your hearing, in this Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, please take a look at it, and I trust you heard me read it, proclaim it. Jesus took, a, took by himself this, this deaf man who had a speech impediment, took him away from the crowd, and what did Jesus do? Listen. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue. I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody sticking their ears and, or sticking their fingers in my ears and spitting in, into my mouth. Do you all find that behavior is odd? I hope you do. I hope you found it very curious. I hope you found it gross, because I did. I have, I've had an issue with it for a long time. But my family, that's good to have an issue with it. It is gross behavior. And don't tolerate people just coming up to you and sticking their finger in your ear. That's not good. That's not very polite. And don't let people typically stick their fingers and spit into your mouth. That's gross. <laughs> but we have to understand the context here. 2,000 years ago, healthcare practices weren't like AHN and UPMC. You know, they, they, they didn't have Vaseline or Cortisone 10 either. You know, they had to deal with what they had. And believe it or not, through some research, I came to, the came to the understanding that even saliva was thought to be some sort of uh, medicinal uh, uh, benefit. 
to people because they thought it was uh, you know, closely related to the blood and blood was life-giving. So they thought it was that. So I don't know. I'm not going to excuse it as being odd behavior, for it is, but we're judging it based on 2,000 years later. If you want to look at some bizarre medical practices, you could type into the internet and go into the 17th century medical practices, 18th century medical practices, early 19th century medical practices, and you too will be grossed out, and you will not easily judge Jesus from 2,000 years ago based on our understanding. So if you want a little homework assignment, have some fun. Look up some bizarre medical practices of the early 18th and 19th century, but I digress, as I quite often do. Why did Jesus stick his fingers in that guy's ears and spit into his mouth? Why? My family, it's, it is gross at first, but you have to dig into it and understand it. But let's look at it from a bigger level. Let's look at it from a higher level. Why? Because Jesus has revealed time and again who he is. He's healing people. He's feeding people with five loaves and two fish, and now he's healing people because he was revealing himself as God, as per the prophecy of Isaiah, so wonderfully proclaimed in the first reading. Isaiah is writing to a people in captivity, and he's prophesying freedom. He's prophesying vindication, and the signs of their freedom and vindication is, or are, the lame will walk, the blind will see, the deaf will hear. Those are the signs of the vindication and freedom provided by the Messiah. But then, why did Jesus, after he healed the man, why did he tell him and everybody else around, don't tell anybody? <laughs> don't tell anybody. Well, isn't that kind of odd? But again, you have to dig into it and understand Jesus did not want to be portrayed as just a miracle worker like the bread and the fish, remember? He didn't want that. He doesn't want to be just portrayed as a healer of physical ailments. He's not, he doesn't want to be just the physician. The fullness of the mystery, the fullness of the life and love of God Almighty Jesus Christ is not revealed and does not come to light until after the passion death, and glorious resurrection of Jesus. Then the apostles come to a better and greater and deeper, more intimate understanding of who Jesus truly is. And who is Jesus? He is God who, has, who wants and desires so deeply to enter into our woundedness, revealed here by this man who is deaf and has a speech impediment, Jesus reveals that he will go into the darkest and deepest areas of our brokenness. And he's not afraid of getting dirty. He's not afraid of our grossness. So my family, that's why I opened up the sacred liturgy just with asking you, begging you to be honest and courageous and identify and bring to God that gross, embarrassing, shameful wound or struggle or hurt. Because that's where Jesus wants to go. For that is what he wants to heal. So my family, 
Let's just take some time now and courageously, honestly, let Jesus take you aside for a moment and get into your dis-ease, your depravity, your wound, shameful, embarrassing as it may be, but let Jesus get into it and let him love you. Let us now stand and profess our faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. My family, let us now turn to our loving Father. And let us ask him to hear our prayer by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. For a deeper hope in the resurrection, especially in the midst of suffering, we pray. Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. For the safety of all those experiencing hurricanes, especially the people of Louisiana, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the living and deceased members of the St. Mary of the Mount, class of 1961, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth. As we celebrate this Labor Day weekend, we pray for dignified working conditions and a living wage for all, as well as an appreciation for the contribution of all workers, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Derek Allen, Stephen Sianca, Rose Ann Farah, Michael DePerna, and Mary Ann Wiseman, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today the Novak family and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And we will now pray our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist.
shall cross the barren desert, but you shall not die of thirst. You shall wander far in safety, though you do not know the way. You shall speak your words in foreign lands, and all will understand. You shall see the face of God and live. Be not afraid. I go before you always. Come, follow me. And I will give you rest. Please stand and pray, my family, that my sacrifice and your sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty and by partaking of the sacred mystery we may be faithfully united in mind and in heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with all the angels and saints gathered with us here and now, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death, 
and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, the Queen of Peace, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. The Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Peace with you. Peace with you. Peace with you. Peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. And now for those unable to be with us physically, we pray a prayer for them, a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you are already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. For the distribution of Holy Communion, please come forward in two single file lines. Once our minister and I disinfect our hands, we'll meet you at the base of the steps. Once you receive the Eucharist, please return via the front and then the side aisles. We'll be right there.
as we come forward to receive Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, let us sing, I receive the living God. The words are in the bulletin. to the churches. See today's bulletin for additional information. Beginning Wednesday, September 15th, join us for an eight-week series on season one of The Chosen. This TV series explores the life of Christ through the eyes of those who followed him. We will reveal an episode each week and discuss its religious messages from a Catholic viewpoint afterward. Additional information can be found in today's bulletin. Let us stand and pray. 
Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore You, found in the bulletin. Joyful, joyful, we adore you, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before you, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. 